Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at Remax Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hi there. Hi there. We have something special for you. Really? What's that? Today is National Hot Dog Day. Fire up the grill. So, what's up, diggity dog? It's National Hot Dog Day. Hot diggity dog. Hot diggity dog. Happy National Hot Dog Day. It's Hump Day, motherfuckers. (laughs) It's also National Hot Dog Day, cat. Uh, Perfect. You a hot dog fan? No, not really. Like, not really. Grips, you know, right? it's just, they're there. It, it, they're there. You know, they're just there for me. It's nothing I crave. I'm not like, oh, fuck, I can want to bite in on a hot dog. Never. The only time I will ever, and it's been a long time now, ever feel like, yeah, I want a hot dog is if I'm, like, watching a Jays game outside. It's got to be that perfect scenario of, like, that's, that's to me, that's baseball watching outdoor food. Sometimes, you know, a family barbecue. Okay, sure, I'll take a wiener. Give me a wiener. I'll take that. No but, bun. No bun. No, okay. no bun. That's, that's me. I, that's typically me. I just dip it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, I, I can get down with that. Uh, for me, it's got to be grilled. I, I don't want a boiled hot dog. I sure as fuck don't want one that's been in the microwave. You've got to grill it. If it's a grilled hot dog, I will eat it. Uh, just because it's obligatory. National Hot Dog Day. People hear that and they will race out to get hot dogs and buns for dinner tonight. So sure, if that's you, great. Um, 75% admit that they have at one point or another put the condiments on the bun before they put the hot dog on. Yeah, I don't get that. Why? Because I, I feel like, look, I know it might get soggy either way, but I feel like if you're going hard on condiments, why would you put them on first? Don't you want a little bit of that that meat to sit there so that your condiments don't seep into the bun and make it a little more soggy? Or do you like it a little soggy? It's kind of fucking weird to me. See, I've tried to experiment with different philosophies on this, and I, I basically have concluded that condiments on the bottom, and I will do typically mustard, relish, little tiny bit of ketchup, stuff like that, fine. Occasionally, when I was younger, maybe some mayo when I was really fat, and the veggies on top. So I like diced tomatoes, for example, mm. maybe some olives on there. That goes on the top, condiments on the bottom, you're good. But I do understand what you're saying about that bun getting soggy. You just got to eat it quick. It's kind of funny. I don't really give a shit about hot dogs either way, but if I do eat one, I'm very picky about how I eat it. Yeah, and I would wow. rather a big one over a little one. <laughs> I want like street meat, vendor type hot dog. I don't want one of those little fucking Frank's red hot type dealies that you get at the grocery store. No, thank you. But if you're having dogs tonight... You enjoy that tube steak. It's a beautiful thing when you're starving or high. Uh, Kat, there's a whole bunch of things to get to. Number one, we did talk about Marine Land yesterday, and I am astounded how many DMs I got about that. Yes, Marine Land is still open. No, I don't know who still actually goes there. And yeah, I do think that those animals are in a shitty situation. I mean, if you're a whale at Marine yeah. Land, you're basically in a pool. And, and I get it. It's shit. I did ask a question, though, on Twitter, and uh, maybe one of our colleagues in the media could ask this at the next briefing that they do from the province or the federal government. Are any of our tax dollars going to Marine Land? Are we paying any money to this place that it seems like most people don't want to be open anymore? And if that's the case, how can we have a say in that? Do we have to hound our leaders to say, don't you dare give any fucking COVID relief money to that, that, that bar, 
barbaric place where they right. treat animals like shit. And I'm not saying they do treat animals like shit. I'm paraphrasing about two dozen DMs that I got yesterday. People are generally opposed to marine land. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know what, money talks. And we've we've said things like this before. I I hope that there's no assistance given. The only thing that worries me is the life of that they do have presently there at marine land. There are some whales and dolphins, and there are sea creatures of all kinds, as most people know, that are still there. And although they may not be, like, procuring new uh, wildlife. I'm not sure where they're at with that. There's still animals that that need help that are currently there. It's it's not that easy, nor is it inexpensive to ship a fucking killer whale to somewhere else. So it's not like they can just up and do that. From what I understand, it's a quite a big process. Now that said, it's been done before, where mm-hmm. there's been you know zoos in Philadelphia, you know as far away as there, for example, that'd say, "Yep, I'll take it. We will uh, we will take on all of the costs to ship it here, and that's it." And that's the deal they come up with. I would love to see that. I mean, personally, that's what I'd like to see. Keep all of those animals that they have presently there safe. Ship them to places that they should be shipped. And and shut that place right down. A lot of people are saying things like uh, the whale. I mean, they posted a video. One of the guys who is leading the charge against Marineland. He posted a video of one of the orcas that's there. And it was just sort of floating there. It looked half dead, to be honest with you. And as it turns out, that whale has been in total isolation alone since 2011 imagine having no contact with a member of your species for 10 years the whale honest to god looks sad and that made me sad and i don't want to be fucking sad i want everybody to be happy so people were suggesting just release her into the wild let her go i don't know that that's a good idea to just release her into the wild maybe it is but people have been saying for years that those animals who were born and bred in captivity can't survive in the wild i tend to think that if you're one of the biggest mammals on earth you'll find a way to survive but i don't know i don't know what the solution is you're probably right cat send it somewhere where it's going to be well taken care of where there's not ongoing relentless investigations and oftentimes findings that the facility is doing something wrong the water quality wasn't great the last time they they checked it at marine land and it's a concrete pool like you might have one in your backyard for fuck's sake Imagine that, living in that, if you're a whale. That would suck. Okay, a couple other things. Number one, when it comes, <laughs> we're going to talk about dating and, and relationships in a few minutes. Uh, Kieran Moore, our top doctor, spoke yesterday. He did his weekly news conference. He's so fucking meek, cat. Like, this guy looks like he's afraid of his shadow. Ontario's <laughs> new top doctor. And he did it by himself. He didn't have Barbara Yaffe there to bounce off of. It was like a one-man morning show. It was terrible. <laughs> He uh, <laughs> he's just a different look. We can't. What are we expecting here? These are doctors. They're not entertainers. That's not what they're supposed to do. They know the job, which is being a doctor. And yes, of course, when you're appointed to this position, your job is to relay messages on. So you do have to be a decent speaker, at least well enough to to give a little bit of uh, energy to it. And yeah, he is meek. You're not wrong. But I don't. It's not like I ex- expect him to step up there and be fucking Jerry D. Like, geez, just give us the information we need. That's it. I don't think we need to criticize the guy. He gets so uncomfortable when the media portion comes up, when they get to ask their one question and a follow-up. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? He uh, yesterday was asked about the schools in September. And and while we don't know what's going to happen in September, neither does he. He said he's not sure if it's going to be safe for kids to go back to school without masks. He said we as a province need more immunity. And what I'm trying to figure out is, does he actually believe his, does he believe himself 
when he says what he said yesterday, that he wants 90% of the province double vaxxed before he's comfortable saying take off the masks. Does he actually believe that? Or is that being overly cautious? Or is he just trying to motivate the naysayers to get shots? Because I don't know if you've been noticing, but for a few weeks there, we were doing upwards of 200,000 shots a day in Ontario. Yeah. There's been days in the last week when we were under 100,000 or just over. Um, we're we're running out of arms to put shots into, and we're not even at 80%. That's the sweet spot, though. I mean, they're hitting the sweet spot, and that is parents who don't want their kids' school year disrupted again. That's the sweet spot. And maybe some of them are hesitant, and maybe this would be enough for them to say, okay, all get vaccinated because this is ridiculous. I want to make sure my kid goes to school and it be as normal as possible. I hate the fact my kid has to wear masks in the hallway and whatever. This might be actually a good motivator. That's what I'm thinking from his perspective to get parents on board this a little bit more that maybe we're a little more hesitant. I mean, for me, I've got a kid entering kindergarten. So, okay, that being said, it's it's kindergarten and nobody really expects them to keep masks on at that point. But still, I'm just happy if they're in school. For me, yeah. I'm good with a mask mandate. I don't give a shit as long as they're there with their peers. I mean, we can make it work socially as adults with masks on. They can make it work socially as kids. And let's all hope that, you know, things turn a corner. And maybe by, well, I don't know about by January, February, because that's like prime six season. But maybe <laughs> by, well, <laughs> let's just think about it, though. But maybe by, you know, early next year or if we have to, September of 2022, that we won't be talking about masking anymore when it comes to kids in schools. But we know there's going to be some spread, right? We're expecting this, I think I so. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's unrealistic to expect there won't be. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, if you're double vaxxed, you're not going to end up in the hospital. The odds of you ending up in the hospital with COVID-19 or a variant if you're double vaxxed right now are extremely slim. Even Trudeau yesterday said the fourth wave is going to be a wave of the unvaccinated. Those are the people that are going to have to worry. And I don't know if that's true or not, because I really am rapidly losing confidence in these people. But one thing I would say to Doug and Justin, listen, you two, listen here and listen very carefully. We're going to hit a threshold soon where there are no more arms to vaccinate. And it's not because everybody's done. It's because, and you can see this everywhere in the world, roughly one in five won't get vaccinated. They haven't seen a compelling enough reason to get vaccinated or they're waiting for more research to be done or more studies. There's only one thing that's going to move the needle. Don't waste millions of taxpayer dollars on a, ooh, if you get double vax, you're entered into a lottery to win a million dollars. We give away 40 times that every week with the the Lotto Max. A million dollars, you got a shot at it if you're double vaxxed. Fine. We all understand the odds on winning a lottery. That's not going to do it. There's one thing that's going to do it. You've got to create incentives. And one of the things you've got to do, you two, is start telling people the benefits of being double vaxxed besides COVID. Yeah, you won't end up in the hospital. You might still catch COVID, but you won't end up in the hospital. Great. Okay, that's good. But it's not enough for some people. Now, if you tell them if you're not double vaxxed, you can't leave Canada. No other country is going to let you in. Well, there's an incentive that's going to make people decide, is it that important to me to travel or is it that important to me to not put that vaccine in my body? Maybe it's your kids can't go to school. And I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying that there's a lot of parents who are going to start pressuring the government very soon that if you let unvaxxed kids in with my vaxxed kid, you're going to have a fucking problem. I'm going to pull my kid. That sort of shit is coming. 
you've got to see that coming and head it off. Create some incentive to get vaccinated. I don't understand why we're still fucking around with this. Unless they're just going to wait until there's literally nobody in line and you can walk in and same day get a double vax when we've got millions on hand and no appointments booked. Maybe that's what they're saving the incentives incentives for. Mm-hmm. But they've got to create some incentive. Right now, I'm double vaxxed. I raced out to get it done in June. There has been zero benefit to me other than COVID. I still can't fucking travel. I can still go anywhere that unvaxxed people go. I still have to wear a mask. When are you guys going to come out with something that is a real tangible benefit for people who are double vaxxed? Ooh, but then, I mean, you do run a risk there for those who are hesitant or not going to get it at all and have already decided that. You, ha- you have to keep your eye on that, too, because you're going to piss a lot of people off if you're, if you're suggesting that there is an incentive to those who are double vaxxed. And, yeah, travel could be one of them. Like, that's how you bring it. You could bring up the passport again. You know, that could be something that may make people want to do it, but I, I'm not sure what would work. And, and that there's not even a lot of places that we can look at and say that's what worked because we have one of the highest vaccination rates there is. We are doing the best job there is. That's the thing. We're doing so yeah, fucking well, so, and they still haven't done anything. Yeah. I've been double vaxxed for over a month, and there's not a fucking difference between me and somebody who's unvaxxed. Right, right. Zero incentive at all, and that is a failure of leadership. You guys got to do something and you can say all you want because it's the politically advantageous thing to do. Oh, we're not going to split the society and have a a vaccine passport. You know, we're going to have a vaccine passport. We absolutely will have a vaccine passport. You know it because you're going to need it to get back into Canada or to get into other countries. That's all there is to it. It's coming. Yeah, get over it. Get over it. The people who are not happy about it, get over it now because it is going to be a thing. There are countries that will implement it, which means other countries will have to follow suit because if they have people in their country who want to travel to that country, we need some kind of documentation. So get over it. It's absolutely going to happen. There's no denying it. There will be a vaccine passport, and maybe it's just for when you're traveling out of Canada. Maybe it's for in Canada too, but it's coming, like Kat said. So announce some incentives. Make it worth people's while. God damn it, guys. Give me something. Tell me I didn't waste my fucking time racing out to get this done because you guys said it was hyper important that we get it done. I did. Now what? There's zero difference between me and someone who's unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. And I don't understand why. And I get it. There's people listening who are not intending to get vaccinated. And if that's the case, I don't blame you. You make your own healthcare decisions. Do what's best for you. But you have to understand that with an airborne virus going around, And the research or numbers that we've got on the current vaccine's effectiveness, there has to be some difference. If there's not, what was the fucking point? Right. There wasn't. So anyway, uh, Dr. Moore doesn't know if kids will be wearing masks, but he did say he'd be open to a regional approach. Imagine that. If you go to school Mm. in, say, Halton, no masks. If you go to school on the other side of, I don't know, Dundas Street, you got to wear a mask if you're in Peel. <laughs> There's going to be situations that. like that. There I will be. That. But yeah, I mean, and it will have to, it will probably have to go board by board, at least possibly, right? If there's outbreaks yep. at certain boards more so than others, then they might have no choice. Imagine you're a kid who uh, lives in Caledon, part of the Peel District School Board, and you have to wear a mask, but someone who is part of the, I don't know, 
upper grand board that lives in, say, Orangeville or Shelburne doesn't have to wear a mask. That's a weird thing, considering you guys live minutes away from each other. So it is what it is. It's not a perfect system by any means, but they certainly could improve it. They just got to work on it. We will talk about the petty reasons that you've broken up with someone in just a sec. But quickly, why the fuck did Jeff Bezos make his rocket look like a dick? (laughs) On purpose, because he likes Austin Powers. That's the only conclusion that I can come to. Jeff Bezos, a billionaire, went into space on his rocket and he pissed a lot of people off when he did it because the carbon footprint isn't as bad on his rocket, but it's still not great. There is some environmental impact from launching a rocket and he basically went up there as a tourist. But fuck it. He's got the money. He can do it. He funded it. It's his. He can go. But the rocket does look like a dick. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are, they just can't get past that little detail. Yeah. Well, uh, he thanked the customers of Amazon. He said, and if you shop with Amazon, you have helped make this possible. I don't know. There's a lot of people who don't think he should be up there. And they're thinking to themselves, fuck that. I'm not going to shop on Amazon anymore if that's where my money's going. Now I'm going to put that on any, every profile I own. I have helped to send a big dick into space. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a strange design. Uh, Let's talk about relationships for just a sec. This is a fantastic thread. It's on Reddit. You can actually look it up and see some of what we're about to read to you. They're the petty reasons that you've rejected someone or broken up with someone. One person says, I dumped her because she had the same name as my mom. Can you date somebody that's got the same name as your mom? Same names. Same names are, this is a weird one for me too. Now I've never been in that predicament where, uh oh, I really like this guy that has the same name as my father or my brother. So I guess I can't really say unless I'm in that scenario, but I would, I would assume it's, it's just strange. I don't know if it would be an absolute deal breaker, but it is kind of weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't have to worry about that. The odds of me meeting a Doreen are pretty slim in 2021. You don't meet a lot of those anymore. Right. But nonetheless, oh, hi, mom, by the way. She listens to After Nine and just shits on me all the time. Because she's not a regular mom. She's a cool mom. She is a cool mom. Yeah, yeah. Don't you tell people they have to get vaxxed. Let them make their own choices. Yes, I know, mom. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I hear it from her all the time. Biggest critic and biggest fan. So anyway, uh, see, I think it depends on the family member. I would have no problem dating somebody who had the same name as my mom because I don't call my mom by her first name. I call her mom. And the girl, I probably would have a little nickname for her too. So I don't think that there's a world colliding there. I don't think I'd have a problem dating someone with the same name as my sister. But I think I would have a problem dating somebody who had the same name as my daughter. Mm, That's where the line is drawn, huh? When it's your kid. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Same name or same age. That is a no-go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one person says, I dumped him because he holds his knife like a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? There yes. are people out. You go into any steakhouse and I guarantee you're going to see somebody holding the knife or the fork like a pen. Oh, that's not right. Oh, no. Etiquette. Common etiquette, people. Uh, One person says, 
I dumped her because she kept putting ellipses everywhere in texts. Okay, yeah. You know what, too, would be a deal breaker, I think? Over emoji people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I gotta, uh, yeah. No, I can't with the, I'm good with emojis. Don't get me wrong. I'm good with emojis. Use use a couple. Use three, four. It's awesome. When your entire thing is one big chunk of like a million emojis, I'm not taking the time to look at every single one of those. And why did you take the time to post every single one of those? If I was in a relationship with an emoji person, I just don't, I don't think I could do it. I broke up with her because she had a live, love, laugh sign <laughs> hanging on her living room wall. <laughs> Oh, fuck me. She's a basic bitch. I got to get rid of her. I can't even. You know, no, put your top back on, sweetheart. It ain't (laughs) happening. Yeah, you can put those back in the bra. This isn't going to go. No, sorry. You've got one of those live, love, laugh signs. Fuck this. I'm out of here. You know what? It's funny because that goes goes kind of hand in hand with um, things that you should get rid of after a certain age. And I remember the live, laugh, love sign was one of those things. If you're over the age of 30, I believe it was, you shouldn't have one of those in your house. So, I mean, yeah, I, I could I could understand how that would be a little bit off-putting, but a d- complete deal-breaker. Wow. This person says, I dumped him because he doesn't use pillowcases. He owns them, but never actually puts them on. Yeah, it's fucking gross, man. Put pillowcases on your pillows. Please. Who owns pillowcases but doesn't put them on the pillows? Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. You, you should do that. Like, it's a high, it's a general hygiene thing, too. It's like people, I, I hope that this isn't the case for a lot of people, but it's like those people who don't sleep with sheets at all. Is there sleep really? on the There's mattress. people that don't sleep with sheets? I am, I'm, if there's people that don't sleep with pillowcases, there's people who don't sleep with sheets. You fucking animals. Put the sheets on the bed. The sheets are the best part. Yeah, I concur. This person says... I dumped him because he used to cut his spaghetti before he ate. (laughs) It's just too long for me. I can't commit to something this long. I must cut it. He got dumped because he wore brown shoes with black jeans. Not happening. Oh, my God. Oh, Some of these are great. We got some text messages in, too. Let me read a couple of these ones. Desiree said, I broke up with the guy once because I looked in his ear and saw so much earwax. I broke with him up with him hours later. Wow. That's gross. Earwax. Check eh? your ears. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Because that's it's like seeing someone with a booger hanging out of their nose. You don't it it can be so off putting that you're like, don't come near me. Well, there's that. And also you can't unsee it. Even if their ears are clean, you're still going to see their ears in your mind full of earwax. Exactly. Boom. Um, Someone broke up with a girl. That you tell me this would be a deal breaker. Your girlfriend comes over right now, and all of a sudden you're like, "What does that smell? It smells like Old Spice." The cologne, like the old cologne, Old Spice, just Old Spice. Now I know there are new scents to Old Spice, so I'm not sure. But someone over text says they broke up with a girl that smelled like Old Spice. I'm assuming it's that old timey Old Spice. Maybe it reminded them of like their father or something like that. Because yeah. that could be off putting too, right? <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> the girl with daddy issues is wearing old spice. <laughs> run, bro, run. Um, that's a weird scent for girls, but I mean, I do understand it. There's a certain comfort and familiarity that comes with certain scents. And maybe you've got a great memory of uh, your late grandfather or or father, and they wore Old Spice, and maybe you sprinkle it around from time to time, or you have an Old Spice candle that you burn because it reminds you of them. Yeah, that can be a comforting thing. 
It doesn't mean your sexual partner is going to need to like it, though. Right. That's a weird thing for a girl to smell right. like. Can we just say and preface all of what we're saying with, I think if you really do like the person, a lot of these, especially, I mean, we're talking about petty things here. A lot of them don't matter. So I think that these are just basically, you could also use them as excuses to break up with someone, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just need that extra something to push you over the edge. And maybe to you, it was that live, laugh, line sign. Maybe to you, it was the earwax in the ear. Either way, you weren't that into the person to begin with, I think, for a lot of these petty little things. Sure, absolutely. They're called petty because they're for petty. Reason. Yeah, very surface, right? Very surface. This is great. Woman says, I dumped him because he dropped something and said, whoopsie. (laughs) (laughs) Whoopsie daisy. (laughs) If you say whoopsie, fuck no. (laughs) That is not happening. Uh, Dating somebody says whoopsie. This is great. Guy says, I was chatting with a girl online. She seemed very up for it and she asked me to meet up. So we set a time and a place. An hour before, she says, Shoot, forgot to ask, how tall are you? When I said 5'11", she just wrote back, sorry, one inch off. And that was that. Gone. Oh, no. See, people like that will end up alone for a long, long time or in bad relationships if that's what they're so focused on. Okay, but I mean, you and I have talked about this before. There's no shortage of people out there who are taller and expect to date someone taller than them. If you're a woman who say... 5'10", 5'11", you're not going to date a guy who's 5'8", or 5'9". In a lot of cases, you're going to hold out for a Mm six-footer. I would think, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, like, yeah, it's just so, that's the ultimate petty to me. This person says, I once rejected someone because they didn't believe in dinosaurs. The historians oh who believe that the world began with Adam and Eve right, right. tend to not yeah. believe in the dinosaurs. See, I'm cool with that one because that is that meshes into a lifestyle thing. That meshes into a day-to-day argument over everything thing. That isn't necessarily petty, in my opinion. I, I totally understand because your beliefs are not going to align and that could cause major problems down the road if you want to go deep on that one. Same uh, with a flat earther. You yes. can't if if you believe the yes. earth is round, you're probably not going to date a flat earther because they have completely different views and they probably lean a different way politically exactly. and there's an, a lot of different things. If you're a hardcore liberal, imagine dating someone who thinks Stephen Harper is the greatest prime minister in the history of the country. You have You would have issues there when your <laughs> values don't align. You you know what? You would under under most circumstances, there are very few people out there, but I know they exist who can completely put that to the side. And they just do not talk, let's say, politics. And that's okay with them. I keep this to myself, you keep your shit to yourself, and that's fine. As long as we never talk about it out loud. And people can separate that in relationships. And I always find that Pretty incredible because I feel like there would be certain things for me that would be deal breakers. Like if, if someone was just flat out racist, like, you know, that's a deal breaker for me. No, thanks. But but there are some people who may be able to put it to the side, which is insane. Hmm. I'll tell you a story here. This person says I was rejected because I didn't like the taste of his preferred beer. That was it. I wasn't asking him to stop drinking it. I just didn't personally want to drink it. We were about to order another round. He asked if I knew the one he had just had and offered me a taste. I gladly accepted because I like to try new things. 
I just found it a little too hoppy for my tastes, and I was happy to stick with what I was drinking. I wasn't rude. I said it was nice, but it's a little hoppy for me. His face dropped. It was almost comical. He then said something along the lines that he had changed his mind and better get home. That was the end of our date. As in, he literally decided he no longer wanted another round. Date over. He blocked me on Facebook before I walked the 100 meters to a bus stop to get home. Pretty sure I dodged a bullet there. No shit, you dodged a bullet. Who dumps someone (laughs) that they did have some sort of a connection with if they went out with that person because they don't like the beer that you like? Isn't that something else? That's a weird one for me because it's not like you'll spend an entire night surrounding that that drink. You know what I mean? A lifestyle is one thing. That's a drink. Let them order what they want. Who gives a shit? I, I don't understand that one. There are people who will also do the same thing for artists. How do you feel about this? Like artists they like. Let's say you're on a date and you're like, yeah, you know, for me, Coldplay, not that good. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me if you don't like Coldplay that's it it's over like how do you feel about scenarios like that yeah I mean I personally am okay with the other person being into different things in fact I like it I think it creates some some uh uh a a different dynamic in the relationship there's just certain things that I can't compromise on Uh, like you said if, if you find out that that person is um someone who doesn't believe in tipping this isn't gonna work out Either I'm going to get every bill or this isn't going to work out because I can't not leave a tip. And it could be political views. It could be flat earth, dinosaurs, religious shit. Who knows? But I do like a little bit of difference in a relationship. I think it's healthy, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this one is, we went bowling. She started saying the bowling ball was hurting her fingers. She was convinced there were bugs inside the bowling ball biting her fingers, and that was the reason for her pain. I had to break it off. (laughs) Yeah. Also, turns out, she was on meth. So there's that. (laughs) Uh, This person says, her toenails were so long, whenever she was nearby, you could hear clicking from the ground as if she was a dog. No, you're dating a fucking eagle. That's what you're doing. Right? Or like a velociraptor or something. I mean, that's <laughs> fucked up. That's really fucked up. I'd be out too. Nails, I can't. I can't. No, no. Like men with long nails, I mean too, because I've seen that before. Yeah. Guys with long nails, it's, it's, it's to each their own. It's fucking weird to me. This guy says, really hot, incredibly sweet and smart. But she wouldn't shut the fuck up about minions. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Uh, (laughs) This person says, I dated someone with my daughter's name. There were other reasons for breaking up, but it always made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm the same way. I don't think I could date someone with the same name as my daughter. Um... There's a lot of people who have broken up over smells. This person, though, says they broke up with them because she went in for a kiss and she had a booger in her nose. It got on his shirt and 10 years later, he still can't forget it. 
That's a tough one. That's, yeah, that's gross, though. I, mm-hmm. I, I know. I get it. It's like the earwax thing, man. Once you, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you experience that, you can't un- unexperience it. This person says, dude kissed me open-mouthed with relaxed lips. Not meant as a makeout kiss. That was a quick kiss. Just opened his mouth and smashed his face into mine (laughs) and then pulled back. (laughs) That is really creepy. (laughs) That's like a limp fish handshake, (laughs) but the kissing version. That's fucking gross. No, that matters. I mean, you can you can try to have a conversation with the person after the fact, maybe if you feel like it's worth it. Like, okay, I really like this person, though. But how do you bring that up? Like. Uh, oh, by the way, what the fuck was that? Because it was not working for me. <laughs> it's kind of an awkward thing to bring up. It, it it might be on the petty side, but I also, I understand that one. That's such a strange one. Uh, let's see here. I'll just do a couple of more uh, because this is fun. This woman says, my name is Lily. I go by Lil. His name was Phil. It wasn't meant to be. Lil and Phil. Lil and Phil. Ah, I like that, though. I would love to hang out with a couple named Lil and Phil. (laughs) I dated a guy who was colorblind. He'd argue with me about the color blue and green, even if I was the only person in the relationship who could actually see blue and green. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that'd be fucking irritating, right? Why are you arguing with me about that? It's obviously blue and you're colorblind anyway. Fuck off. Well, I mean, it's true. Um, This person says, this dude was super sweet and had lots of great qualities. He was a plumber and casually admitted to me that sometimes he will bite or clean his nails after work. And he could taste the remnants of what he touched that day. Oh, my God. Ew. Ew. I couldn't get over it. I broke up with him. Yeah. See, another one I understand when it, when it falls into a hygiene category, no, it's you shouldn't feel bad about it. I don't think it's considered petty. I really don't. It, it's it's gross, and you can't live with it. Then you can't live with it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna put your tongue in their mouth, you'd yeah. kind of like to know roughly what else exactly, goes in that mouth. Exactly, because that does become about you. You know, it's no longer just about them and what they do and they like. You're implicated in that. You know, you're a part of that now, and that that could be a problem. It's totally a problem. Uh, these are great. If you want to search for it, it's on Reddit. It's called the petty reasons to dump someone. Thanks for checking out this edition of after nine, everybody. We had a lot of fun. We've got another episode coming out tomorrow and you enjoy the sunshine. And if you're in British Columbia, God damn it. Be careful out there. Those wildfires are insane. Have you been following the wildfires? In I BC? have. Yeah. The state of emergency. Um, we're thinking about you guys. It is, uh, it's, it's pretty insane. Yeah. My daughter is out there, and I don't know what to do here, Kat. Like, I'm thinking to myself, she's in the Okanagan, and now there's fires burning not that far south of Kelowna. And I'm thinking to myself, should I get her out of there? Like, should I just tell her, you know what? Hit the road and head for Alberta, and then stay in a hotel for a little while until this dies down. Should I tell her just get to the airport and come home? Or is she fine there? Am I just having a completely unnatural reaction to seeing danger that's not really even yeah. danger at the moment. I think it's totally normal that you're feeling that way. She is an adult that could probably, fi- she'll figure it out. I'm sure she's smart. So at least you, at least she has that. She knows, hey, if there's some danger, at least she can know it's an option. And maybe to have that plan in motion just in case or have that emergency backup plan isn't a bad idea for a lot of people there. Hopefully they have that 
um, an emergency plan in place just in case. And let's hope you don't need to use it. She's got a degree in science. She's probably smarter than I am. I should just give her my credit card and say, just do what you have to do. (laughs) Have a good one, everybody. We will catch you right back here tomorrow. Jeff Bezos flew to space aboard Blue Origin's New Shepard rocket. First Branson, now Bezos. Uh, Tomorrow, Warren Buffett is going to try to get up there with balloons like the old guy from Up. Now, you do know that the whole trip took only 10 minutes. From the time they said liftoff to the time he landed. 10 minutes. It takes longer to microwave lasagna. Major League Baseball has reportedly banned a New York Yankees fan for life from every MLB ballpark after he threw a ball from the stands on Saturday at a Boston Red Sox outfielder. Said the Yankees, does he have a curveball? <laughs> a 20-acre mountain in Switzerland is up for sale on eBay for $235,000, but they really hammer you on the shipping. The After 9 Podcast is powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold, guaranteed, or he'll buy Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.